0: Welcome to the Relentless Growth Podcast, where business owners and personal growth junkies find powerful conversations, great questions, and coaching that will change your life. My name is Chris Goodman, and as a life and business coach with more than 15,000 hours of experience coaching and training business owners, I've learned a thing or two about growth. This podcast will open you up to new ideas and actions to help you live a happier life, build a greater business, truly become your best and lead others in their pursuit of relentless growth. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? This is Chris. It's just me and you today. We'll get back to having a guest next episode. This time it's just me and you though. And we're going to talk about something that's really working for my one-on-one coaching clients in my coaching practice, Before we get into that, I'm just going to give you a quick catch up on a couple things that are happening with me personally. You can hear in my voice, probably, the lingering congestion that is a leftover symptom of getting over COVID. If you didn't hear one of the most recent episodes, you wouldn't know this. Lindsay, Eva, our daughter, and I, all three got COVID at the same time. At the time, Eva was only six weeks old. And it was pretty scary because of that. The pediatrician said she was the youngest baby he had seen actually get the virus. So that was not a fun, like, award to win. <laughs> we all got through it okay. It was a long week. Eva did well. She had some congestion. And honestly, we got really lucky. She didn't have very many other symptoms except for one night. She did have a fever that spiked to about 102 degrees, and that was pretty scary. So luckily, nothing bad happened. Everybody's okay. The only thing I'm dealing with, and send me a message if you have a way to correct this, but at the tail end, I lost my taste and my smell entirely, like 100% loss of taste and smell, at least for about a week. And it's starting to come back a little bit. I'd say it's somewhere between like 30 and 40% back right now. Man, this is annoying though. It is tough. I'm grateful that we didn't have any serious complications. This one is, is kind of superficial, but it definitely affects my life because I'm a big foodie. I'm a big bourbon and wine guy. And I'm I'm not able to taste that much. So I've gotten some recommendations from some people on Instagram. Thank you for that. But yeah, you can still hear some of the congestion kind of hanging out here. So I got these two symptoms that don't want to go away, the loss of taste and the congestion. So sorry about that. But something else happened to me that I wanted to share with you. I lost a mentor of mine from my college and high school days over the weekend, and I hadn't seen him in years. He passed away, and it reminded me just how short life is and how we often don't take the opportunity to say something to someone before it's too late. So in hindsight, I wished I would have called him, you know, months ago and said, Hey man, just thinking about you and really appreciate your mentorship in my life. This is someone who changed how I show up in the world all the time based on, we used to lead retreats together. And these were intensive retreats, four day retreats for high school seniors. And he taught me a lot about presenting, about digging deep with people, about trusting people, People about being vulnerable and leading by example about being vulnerable. And it definitely impacts who I am as a coach and even who I am as a husband and father now. So I tell you all of this with this sole point to remind you that life is short. And if you don't say something to somebody, they may never get the chance to hear it. I know this is something I regret at this point, not telling him these things sooner. And I don't regret very many things in my life. So a word of caution that if you can think of someone, you could call or text right now and just send them some love based on your experience of them or with them. It could mean the world to them and it won't be too late. All right. So moving forward, what I want to talk about today, there are two exercises that I've been taking my one-on-one clients through over the past couple of weeks, and they've really enjoyed it. If you've been following the show for any length of time, you know that my coaching centers on about 80% personal development, who the person is being versus what they are doing. So I'm going to say that again, who the person is being versus just what they do. A lot of coaches step in as a consultant or a mentor and they give answers, right? And they say, here's how I created success, or here's how I built a great relationship. Or here's how I built a great business. And step by step, here's what you need to do. My coaching does not work like that. My coaching is quite the opposite. In fact, I'm asking people more often than I'm telling them. So I'm asking them, who do you need to be to get what you want? In this case, who must you be to let go of a fear to get what you want? And as we peel back those layers, it always reveals things at the same level, the level of what they are thinking. I'm going to say that again because that might sound foreign. Or strange. When we go deep enough, we find our answers at the level of what they are thinking. Because what they are thinking creates what they feel. And what they feel creates what they choose to do next or refuse to do next. So at the end of the day, all of the results that we see in our life can be traced back to what we're thinking and feeling. I'm going to say it again, and I'll argue this till I die probably. All of our results can be traced back to what we're thinking and feeling. So as I'm coaching clients over the past couple of weeks, I'm searching for new ways to show them how we always go back to their thoughts, right? And this one came up and I want to share it with you and I want to invite you to give it a shot for yourself and see what changes in your life or in your business as a result. So it's a simple exercise. It's a visualization. I want you to get comfortable. If you're driving, obviously this will not work, <laughs> so, so don't follow along necessarily, If you're not driving, close your eyes, get comfortable, firmly plant your feet on the ground, plant your hands on your thighs, pull those shoulders back and relax. Get comfortable, folks. This will only take a few minutes. Again, plant those feet firmly on the ground. Get rooted. Remind yourself you're right here, right now. future doesn't exist yet. Past is already dead. You're right here in this moment with me about to learn something. Next, put your hands flat on your thighs, get really grounded there, relax, pull those shoulders back, big breath in. And I want you to imagine that you are standing in a river, a small stream or creek or river, depending on where you are in the world. Different images come to mind. This one is crystal clear, warm water, something you might see somebody fly fishing in, for instance. And you're standing in it comfortably, the water's just cruising by you, and leaves are starting to fall in the river. You can see the different colors on the leaves as they twist and float through the air, and they have a little splash when they hit the water. So I really want you to focus on those leaves falling in. Lots of leaves, just as the wind blows them and pulls them gently down into the water. What colors do you see? Is it fall? Is it summer? What colors are the leaves? It matters that you really focus on that for just a second. Now, I want you to reach down and pick up a couple of those leaves that are floating by you. Notice what is on them. Notice what is not on them. What color are these leaves you're holding? Turn them around. Do you see veins in the leaves? Are they crunchy? Are they still soft? Are they green? And I want you to gently put those leaves back down in the water and let them float on. Now, with the other hand... Reach down and pick up a couple more leaves. They're floating past you constantly, so there's plenty here. Reach down, pick up a couple more. Just observe them. Notice what's happening on them. Notice what's not happening on them. If it's fall, these are not green, you know, summery leaves. If it's summer, these are not crunchy red or orange leaves. Notice what you can about them. Just observe them. And when you're finished, gently lay them back down in the river and let them float on. Okay, you can open your eyes if you were playing along. This experience is designed to show you that you can do the exact same thing we just did. Pause, slow everything down, be right where your feet are, and observe, not leaves in this case, but thoughts. Your thoughts are floating to you all the time. They come from all over the place. Sometimes people give them to you. You know, they run into your office and tell you something and you've suddenly got a bunch of new thoughts. <laughs> so here I want you to realize that just like we picked them up and looked at them, we observed those leaves, we can observe our thoughts the same way. And what's really important, if you are a high functioning person in business or even a highly goal oriented person in life, you don't always want to let things go. You don't always want to let thoughts go. I know that because I do this myself and everybody I coach does. But we can choose to gently let go of a thought and let it cruise on down the river and just let it go forever. Let me give you an example of a couple of thoughts this may be worth your time to slow down, observe, and let go of. These are a couple that we uncovered pretty routinely while I was doing this with clients over the past few weeks while we were going through this exercise, the thought It's faster to do it myself. I'd rather just do it myself, get it done, than have to slow down and teach somebody how to do it differently. That thought was not serving them. So we changed it's faster to do it myself to something like, I'm curious how fast I can teach someone else how to do this. Another one. Now, I want you to stay with this metaphor here, right? These are just leaves floating to them. They can pick them up, observe them, and put them back down and let them go forever if they want to. It just takes a little bit of effort to do this. Here's a second thought. I don't trust anyone else to do it better. That can change. You can change that in a second, in a millisecond, I'll say, because you can look at that and go, okay, that doesn't really help me. There's a high likelihood somebody is better at this than me. Let's trust someone else to do it one time and see how it goes. Let's challenge somebody else to do it better than me. All these different thoughts are available. You guys are smart people. You know how to do this. Once you slow down, observe it, and go, I need to let this one go. Okay. Here's a really common one that I hear constantly from people in coaching who are afraid of tackling a big goal. A thought comes to them like, I don't know where to start even if I started, I wouldn't know how to do it. They're usually back to back like that. I don't know where to start. If you get really good at this, y'all, you'll slow down and hear yourself say these things in your mind. In a recent episode, I mentioned a book called Soundtracks by John Acuff that a lot of people are really enjoying right now. Because these soundtracks play over and over and over in our mind. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. And you start to believe them. So my encouragement here is to really slow down and notice, okay, I'm telling myself I don't know how to start, and that is a problem, and we need to stop there. And my suggestion is to just let that go and reach for a better one. Pick up a second leaf. Pick up a second thought. What if I did know where to start? What if I didn't have any fear here? What would I do first? What if the first step wasn't pass or fail? It was just learning. What would I do first? What can I do to start? What would a brilliant person do to start? What would a courageous person do to start? See all these different questions or thoughts that are available in the snap of your fingers if you'll let the first one go. So my encouragement there is with every client I'm working on slowing them down to the point where they can actually see and hear with clarity what is happening in their mind, what is happening in their thoughts that is dictating all of the results that they have or don't have, and how do we interrupt all that by shifting one or two of those simple thoughts? And by interrupting that, I mean change who they are being by how they're thinking. So, it's all kind of tied together right there, but the exercise is a good way to show you that you're still in command here, right? Because a lot of people accidentally do this thing where they stand in the river and they see the leaves falling and they start trying to like put nets up or arrange different ways to keep all the leaves out of the river. <laughs> right. And they spend a lot of time arranging their external world to protect some kind of pristine river. When we don't have to do that, we can invite all of these thoughts in. We can let them just process. We can just let them go. It takes a little bit of courage to do that. And it takes some mindfulness to slow down long enough to see and hear the thought and go, okay, I'm going to change I'm going to change this right now. So I think you all get the point. If not, go back and re-listen to that exercise, do it one more time, and then apply it to whatever's been stressing you out. Do you have those limiting beliefs? Like it's faster to do it myself. I don't trust anyone else to do it. I don't have the budget for it. I don't know where to start. Even if I did start, I wouldn't know how to do it the right way. What does your soundtrack sound like? What does your limiting belief refrain sound like here? Okay, so you get the point. You see how that exercise works. And if that didn't stick, let's try a second exercise here. This one has been helping, I would say it's 50-50. Clients either like the analogy of the river or they like this one about a robot. (laughs) So the shit we talk about in coaching, you guys, robots and rivers to change your life and your business. This one, I want you to imagine that that someone has given you a gift of a human-sized robot, and it is a blank slate. It is not programmed with anything. You're like, this is weird. Why would somebody give me that? But just play ball with me here. Somebody gives you this robot. It's sitting across from you at a table, and your job is to program the robot. When I do this, I imagine like a C-3PO from Star Wars, like something like that, <laughs> that can be turned on and off, and that could talk, that has to be programmed because it's a robot. So you can run with that imagery or you can build your own. But here's what I want you to imagine. I want you to, in a perfect world, you'd write these down. but I want you to slow down long enough and tell this robot, what are the consistent, Thoughts and beliefs that you have on repeat in your head. If you like the John Acuff book, what are the soundtracks that are running in your mind recently? These thoughts or beliefs will sound familiar because you're saying them all day long. Is it, I'm not making enough money. I'm worried about money. I don't have enough business. I'm never going to find someone. I don't love my current relationship. What are those things you're saying over and over? Is it the opposite? Is it, I love my life and I'm thriving in business. Everything is working for me all the time. There's always opportunities out there. Money is always flowing to me. Do you see the difference between those two styles? One set is empowering, one set is disempowering. And this is nothing new to anybody in the personal growth world. We know that how we talk to ourselves affects how we show up in the world, right? But I want you to get crystal clear on the stories, the thoughts, the beliefs that you have on repeat in your mind specifically. If you're struggling with this, pause the podcast, stop everything, and start writing and just say, what do I consistently think lately? What's true for me lately? Right? And when you get your answers, I want you to imagine taking that list and programming that robot with that list. (laughs) Okay? and then you turn the robot on, what would happen? Is the robot going to be happy or sad? Is it going to feel empowered and strong and confident and courageous and ready to go tackle some big-ass goals and change the world? Or is it going to feel defeated and scared and want to play small and hard on itself? Anytime you need to reset during the day, I'd encourage you to slow down and think about how you're programming your own mind, just like you would program that robot because it really does matter how we speak to ourselves it really does matter the words we choose to communicate power or disempowerment so let's just pause there the funny thing is because most of my clients are very high level people in life and business they you know, most of them are seven figure earners or close to it or on their way relatively soon by most metrics they're all successful like on paper especially and when you look at the things they quote have they're successful yet it always boils down to when i say it their happiness their success their level of joy their levels of fulfillment boils down to what they're thinking what they're feeling those two together make up who they're being right so what they're thinking what they're feeling who they're being then what they do then what they have and when a lot of people get into coaching they get this all backwards they think, well, I want to have a better business, so I need to do something to get that. Well, that might be partly true, but you're missing the root of all of it, which is who you're being. So we have to reverse engineer all of this. We have to slow down long enough to help this person discover who the hell are you being right now? What the hell are you thinking right now? What the hell are you feeling right now? And we don't have to stay in like you know therapy land of saturated what are your feelings? And tell me all about your emotions. And we don't have to stay there, but we do need to honor that that is causing an effect, positive or negative, in your results. And if you're not thinking and feeling, quote, well, your results will not be, quote, well, right? Okay. I think I have kicked this dead horse enough. I'm going to wrap up. (laughs) If you have questions on this, I'd invite you to reach out to us. I say us, my team, myself, my coaches let us help you slow things down and figure out what the hell is happening in the four or five or six inches between your ears that's causing all of your results here. Because at the end of the day, it's not the market, it's not the pricing, it's not your product, it's not your service, or I'll argue it's not just those things. It's you. It's who you're being that's causing the effects that you're getting. And that is ultimately how we help people do things. I think of one of my clients right now who in the past 30 days has created $900,000 in revenue. That's about a third of their annual goal. And they've done that in 30 days by a couple of simple shifts in who he's being with his team. So if I change that frame and I said, for you, would it be worth $900,000 of revenue for you to change how you're thinking about one or two things, right? If one conversation could do that for you, would it be worth it? those are the stakes. So when you hear me talk about thoughts and feelings and all this like quote soft stuff, I want you to realize the implications of that are huge and they translate to dollars, to happiness, to fulfillment, to impact in the world and to showing up as a happy joyful person in business, not just somebody who's got some great results but's miserable on the inside. All right, so if that's you, all you have to do is scroll down, click the link to schedule a coaching call with me. We have several options available. You know, you can join the mastermind. You can coach one-on-one with me. You can coach one-on-one with other coaches that I have trained. And honestly, they're just not as expensive as me. We built those options by design different offerings for people who have different abilities to invest in themselves. So let's figure out which option is best for you and get you out from under those thoughts that are hurting your results or your bottom line. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. And if you got something from the exercise of the river and witnessing your thoughts like there were leaves falling in the river... Or if you enjoy the robot example, send this to a friend that would get something out of it as well. You know, our job here is to impact people's lives and businesses, and we cannot do that if we cannot get into their ears. So don't keep us a secret. Share the episode. Tag us on social media. And otherwise, I'll catch you next time on Relentless Growth. Thanks for listening to this episode of Relentless Growth. If you're ready to improve your own life and business with passion, purpose, and relentless growth, go to GoodmanCoachingInc.com where you can learn more and sign up for coaching right now.